0: This is the Field Goals Podcast. I am Brandon Schultz. It is game day for the first preseason game against the Seahawks and Broncos. And I'm on the road, so I'm going to try and keep my comments brief. But we had the chance to hear from Pete Carroll on Wednesday ahead of the game. So let's get right to what he had to say.
1: Okay, going uh, into the first game, which is an enormous opportunity for the entire team this is our first chance to play full speed football and get after it and, and uh see where we are um so it's, it's really exciting to, to get a chance to finally unveil us and, and uh um and remind these guys that it's just football and all that but they got to go out and block tackle for the first time so it's, a, it's an important transition that we make and we, we're going to weigh this heavily in, in the evaluations and all as we go forward. Um, as far as the game is concerned, we're going to, um, you know, this is this opportunity for the young guys, to, and this is the game that we dedicate to the Rooks. It's their first game in the NFL ever, and we make somewhat of a big deal about it tonight. Um, and uh, kind of share the experience, make sure that it's, it's one that they remember. Uh, we think it's worth worthwhile to do it that way. And in that also, uh, we're going to play our, our young guys a ton. Um, you'll see that, and I'm not going to share them all with you because not everybody knows what, how this is going to work, but... Um, There'll be uh, some mixes in the starting lineup um, that you'll see um, right from the get-go, and some guys won't play in this game. Um, but um, it's really the game to get guys to get the season started and get these young guys rolling and give them the opportunity to compete like we want to compete around here. We want to see these guys, see if they can help our football team, and they can't do it just watching. They, got, they need to get out and play. So uh, excited for that and, and looking forward to it, and, and uh, it's really fun to be com- coming out and see Link first chance and all that. So uh, we'll see if we can show you some good ball.
0: What is the most important thing for the Seahawks and Coach Carroll to get out of this first preseason game?
1: They got to get going, you know. They physically, they got to get the running and hitting going, and that's that's what's most important to me right now. Is that we're just we we take the learning and, and all of the prep uh, to the field and, and allow us to go out and, and express ourselves physically. You know, this, this game's got to be played hard and tough, and we're, our whole football team is based on, on a physical aspect, and, and uh, I'd like to see that show up right off the bat. So we'll hope, hopefully, if we don't get it done, we'll get it done next week. You know, so we'll, we'll try to get it done right off the bat.
0: Maybe the biggest piece of news to come out of the press conference is that he said Geno Smith will get the start against the Broncos.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's got, um, he's got an issue that we're dealing with um, that uh, we're going to tend to after the game. He's going to play in the game, he's going to start the game and, and uh, get a chance to play some good football for us. But um, uh, we'll, we're going to fix him up after that. Pete
0: Carroll was later asked if Geno Smith was going to have surgery after the game. And Pete Carroll said that would be something he'll discuss after the game. But is it something that's going to prevent him from playing the next game against the Vikings in about ten days?
1: No, we, no, we think it's going to—he's going to be okay for the second game too. Is what we're, was what the plan is. You know, we have the, we have a, um, an unusual length between these two games. You know that we're going to try to take full advantage of. I really believe that the three days next week after we come back from this game are really the heart of this. This. Pre, uh, this uh, training camp for us uh, I would like to come out of those three days and we'll go into a break and then we'll have uh, the, the prep for the, for the next ball game after those three days we really have a great feel for where we're going with, with the first group at least, not necessarily with the young guys but with the first guys we should have a really good sense for what we're doing and how things fit together and, and start to f- figure out the roles and then we'll let the young guys peck away at all that you know, and see if they can chip away and, and, and find spots to help out uh, as, as we move forward And does Coach Carroll think the game against the Broncos will have
0: the chance to solidify Geno Smith's spot as the backup quarterback?
1: Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, just no. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I will not. There's no reason to do that, you know, Greg. Just let's take all the time that we have available and let them play and show how they can respond to what they did. And, uh, it's not just about one performance because really anybody can go out and do really well. It's can you come back and do it again and, and again and again. And, and so um, we think it's going to he's going to be okay for the second game too. Is what we're, was what the plan is.
0: So with Russell not starting, is there a different emphasis on this game since Russell normally starts a series or two in the first game of the preseason?
1: A, a, a little bit of a different emphasis in that, yeah, he's not starting.
0: Geno Smith and Paxton Lynch are toward the end of what has been their first offseason with the team. Does Russell not starting have something to do with the experience at the backup quarterback spot?
1: It, it, is, it is somewhat. It's a, there's a, it has to do with other guys playing and not playing as well, too. So there's, there's a, it's a little bit bigger thought than just that. Um, but, um you know we I think he usually plays like the first three plays, you know, and then if, and basically that's what we do so what we um I don't know if you noticed, but yesterday we had a big practice for the ones they had tons of work out here it was it was a little bit different emphasis for us where they got the uh, um, really almost twice as much work as they normally would get going into a game to compensate for the plays that they don't get. And, uh, I think that we, m- we might have gained ground with, by doing it that way. Uh, so we had more competition with ones against ones out here that they won't get if they were going to play a handful of plays in, in the first game. So, um, I, I think we've made an effort to, to get more out of this process than to get less out of by them not playing in the game. So, so it's really dedicated again to the young guys and, and, uh, you'll see that the lineups and they're kind of, they're a mixture of, of guys playing and, and, uh, all with really specific decisions along the way. So um, once the game gets going, it'll be like a very classic uh, first game.
0: Coach Carroll says this first preseason game will be about getting the young players going. And clarifying the competition in multiple position groups.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think more than ever, you know, we have a lot of guys that we need to play. Uh, we've got a, a, a big competition at the at, in the quarterback position, in particular. We want these guys to play as much as they can and play their way into their spots. Uh, and, and I want I don't want this to be decisions that we have to make without a lot of great information. So we're going. That's what's most important right now. So uh, we have a lot of competition at the receiver spot. We have a lot of competition in, in the offensive line. Uh, we were we're going to be able to play a lot of guys in this game and see how, how they. Can do.
0: One position group he didn't mention was defensive back. How does rookie Ugo Amati look?
1: Yeah, well, he's done a really nice job of, of learning what we're doing. He's playing two spots. He's playing safety and he's playing the nickel spot. Um, anxious for him to compete at both, uh, but he's handled all of the learning well. Um, he's been real active on the field. He's been available for everything, so he's been good, reported in great shape. He showed his speed and his movement right off the bat. So now we just gotta get him out there and, and see him play our style of ball and and, uh, and see where we are. And uh, the competition at that spot is really keen, and he's gonna get a shot at it, and so he'll play play quite a bit at the nickel spot in this game
0: and what about rookie safety marquise blair
1: really probably as much as anybody out there we're excited to see him you know see him run hit because he hasn't had a chance to, to show what he's so so unique at he was really a physical football player uh, we'd love to see how that fits in he'll get a chance on special teams and uh, he's he's he'll play a lot of plays in this game
0: shaquille griffin mentioned the defense working on improving their chemistry this offseason by working together off the field has that come through to what the coach has seen on the field?
1: Yeah, really. Both sides of the ball, and led by the defense, um, have spent a lot of time, um, uh, kind of in, in in a setting in the classroom that um, has been very competitive, and it's been uh, directed at accountability, where guys really have to stand up and show and tell what they what they know. And and uh, and in that they've, it's been a really vocal group, particularly on defense, and they've had a lot of chance to. To, to show that they understand what we're doing in not just the x's and o's but in concept and principle and philosophy as well and so the process of getting through that I think that's what he's referring to has, has given us a chance to really interact a lot and grow together and, and uh, guys know each other really well and that that always bodes well for chemistry and also um, it, it's been pretty obvious so I'm anxious to see how it conveys over the next month you know of, of ball games and see where we are.
0: And just overall, has the team spent more time together this offseason than in past off offseasons?
1: Um, I, I think the, uh, you know, if you remember when I was talking about these guys coming out of the season and, and just my feeling about where we were going to be headed with these guys, really, they, they took off running with this thing when we got back in April and uh, have worked really hard. To, to give ourselves the kind of relationships that that are critically important when you went to play as a team and that's to know each other and be ready to support one another and help the guy across from you be at, at his best and that uh, that's really been at the forefront of the the process and so um you know, again, you're going to see the defense. Not, not all of the guys will be together out, out there um, in this first game, but the process is well underway, and I, I'm, I'm really happy with what they've done with that. You know, and they put a lot of effort in to do that. They've, the presentations that they've given, the opportunities to get in front of the, the defense and, and and to speak and talk and show what they know and what they don't know. It's been really fun, and, and uh, it's been a great uh, a, a great process to watch. I hope we, hopefully it'll help us out. Who are
0: some of the players who had an impact on Coach Carroll based on their performance in previous preseason games?
1: Uh, uh, Rasheem Green really had a good preseason last year, you know, and showed us showed us that he he belonged, you know, and, and uh, he got nicked a little bit early in the year, but he did show us that he was he was a, a good fit. Uh, um, I, it seems to be that I think Chris Carson uh, a couple of years ago showed us, you know, some stuff that we liked right off the bat, and he started off the season ready to go. You know, it was the guy, the, the guys who come in uh, with circumstances. Like, remember, Chris didn't play a whole lot, or some guys that, that have been hurt or whatever. They don't, they don't get a chance to show themselves, but we see something in them when they start to get their chances. They, they really give us information, um, you know, somewhat for the first time, and, and uh, it can happen. We can really help them out.
0: There's been a lot of talk about shortening the number of games in the preseason. Pete was asked about his thoughts on possible changes and changing how things are done.
1: Well you know I, I usually don't uh, i, I don 't feel like passing judgment on, on the system that it is that everybody's decided and agreed upon you know and, and uh, not that everybody likes it, but um, we got four games and in these four games to us or every one of these games are the games to, to, to block and tackle we don't do it out here on our practice field full speed taking them to the ground because we have the games so that 's why we, you know, the games are so important to us it's not so much about the winning and losing it's really about the guys getting their game going and getting right and, and showing us where they are technically and physically so that we can adapt and and then go back to the next week and see if we can fix things. And by the time the month's over, uh, we have guys really primed and ready to go. So that's uh, the games are enormously important, and we gauge the playing time accordingly, hopefully to get these guys to peak at the right time to start the season off.
0: Getting into injury updates, Coach Carroll says rookie second-round pick D.K. Metcalf is ready to go for the game. And sorry, C.J. ProSize fans, we won't be seeing him in the game against the Broncos. No Travis Homer. And J.D. McKissick could be a game time decision. The coach provides details on each player's issue.
1: Uh, C.J. came up with a—he's got a little hip thing that's that's, that's tweaked. He's got a, a little first degree sprain that we have to acknowledge and just take care of him. He's, unfortunately, as you know, we've been waiting for, for C.J. For, for a long time, and unfortunately, came up with a little something, so he's going to miss this game. Uh, Homer uh, has a, a quad, looks a bit of a quad strain that's going to keep him from going as well, and uh, uh, we don't know about him. We'll see J.D. in pregame, see how he does. He's got a sore foot.
0: J.D. McKissick is listed as a return specialist on the roster, but may not be able to play. Pete says the game against the Broncos will give the team an opportunity Pete says the game against the Broncos will give the team an opportunity to see where players are in their ability to return kicks and punts.
1: I'm anxious to see uh, David Moore get, get some a couple returns in this game, and get him going, and, and uh, Keenan Reynolds has a shot to get some stuff going, um, and then we'll work our way down. Uh, Marty might get a chance, and you know, there's, there's a couple other guys we hope that we'll get some opportunities, so... Um, but uh, David Morris, the guy I'm most interested in right now to see how he does and see how comfortable he is back there. Uh, he's strong and physical, and he's looked really good when he runs with the ball, and, and he's got terrific uh, uh, hand-eye stuff. So, um, but he'll, he'll get the, the lead shot, he Keenan.
0: Safety Lane O'Hill won't play in the game, but is almost ready to get back to work.
1: He's almost there. He can't play in this game, but uh, next week um, will be a full, well, really by the two sets of practices that we'll have before the next game, he should be ready to go. Um, he looks great. It's great to have him back out. You know, with his injury, uh, he, he lost quite a bit of weight and his weight went down to, I mean, he lost 20 pounds and he had to work his way back up and he's, and he's really looks, he looks in beautiful shape right now. He looked great last couple of days, just not enough background to, to play him yet. Um, but that's a real important, uh, player for us to figure into the competition. Uh, Leno had a, he had a really good finish to the year last year, and we were really excited about all things that he was doing, and so um, you know, we just need that to be as competitive as can be, and, and uh, by the time he gets back, he'll be ready to crank it up. So next week should be really important for him, and then the following week would be the one that will tell us if he's ready to go for the game.
0: There was an encouraging update on first-round defensive end L.J. Collier who was diagnosed with a sprain near the top of his foot.
1: Yeah, matter of fact, yeah, he he, um, he did visit with the docs. Um, he traveled to do that and uh, gave him a really good update and that everything's in line and... and uh, Um, he's out of the boot. He's moving. It it should be a normal process now bringing him back as he can handle and tolerate. He'll come back to us. So um, I might, I I can't, be ridiculous for me to make a a guess on that one, but um, we're really encouraged. And so it's nothing beyond what we thought and all that kind of stuff. So we're in good shape.
0: Coach says former Huskies linebacker Ben Burkirvan will play and gave updates on two other draft picks. Phil Haynes and Demarcus Christmas
1: I talked to uh, Demarcus this morning and, and uh, the reports back he's had a couple um, epidurals to get him back to where he is and he feels like he's really making a turn right now so um, he's he is conditioning and working so it's probably you know another after this next this this next game he might have a shot to be getting back out there so um, and uh, um, Phillips made great progress he's running and doing some stuff um, he's, he's just got to put the weeks behind him just to get back in shape and ready to go
0: Will Disley was looking good in practice leading up to the game. Will we see him on the field against the Broncos?
1: We're going to hold Will in this game. Yeah, Will, Will he's he's done beautifully. Yeah, He's had his best day since he's been back uh, just, just yesterday. He looks great, he's ready to go, but we want to wait again. We didn't think that Will would be this far along, so he's way ahead of schedule, and uh, we're just going to not, not push the issue right now.
0: Coach Carroll gives an update on tight end Ed Dixon.
1: Yeah, he did he got surgery uh yesterday uh on his knee. Um everything went fine and and uh um he's here today for the first time so he's back. I haven't talked to him here. I talked to him uh, last night, but uh he feels good and he's ready to go and it's going to be a we're hoping it's a 4 to 5 week deal that, that we can get him back on.
0: And sticking with the tight ends, Jacob Hollister is still recovering from a groin strain.
1: Yeah, Jake got a little, little groin strain in the uh right uh early in the uh, the big Popkini event, you know, we had, and uh, he made it through it, but but he's a little bit a little bit stiff by it, so we just want to make sure. Right now, anybody that's even close to having an issue, we hold, and, and uh, so um, that does give the other guys an opportunity. Jake has done a really nice job for us. We are really excited about uh, his contribution to us. He's got some different elements to his play that really accents uh, and, and helps us at that spot, so um, we're really excited about him.
0: And a fun little note to close out Pete's portion of the press conference. Carroll was taking part in quarterback drills and practice on Wednesday. How would he grade himself coming off of that performance?
1: Well, I really, first time out, uh, I got a tad a little rusty. Yeah, I hate to admit it. You know, I hate to admit that. But uh, I, you know, my pick ratio to touchdowns was not where it needs to be. So uh, I thought the defense, were, were, they were jacked up to play against me, though. I, I'll take a little, a little something out of that with a little respect. Moving on, Chris Carson and Barkevious
0: Mingo were on the podium after Tuesday's practice. I want to get a couple clips in from each of them, starting with Chris Carson and what he's noticed about going into year two of Brian Schottenheimer's offense.
2: Um, he, he's doing a lot with the running backs, you know what I mean? He's, he's you know, splitting them out wide, uh, putting them in different um, spots around the field. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's using us more in pass catching than what he did in the previous year. It's, it's fun for us.
0: Carson only had 20 catches for 163 yards in 14 games last season. Does he like catching passes?
2: Oh, yeah, most
0: definitely. um, All the running
2: backs got great hands. It's it's good to see us finally be able to use it.
0: One running back I think we're going to see a lot of in the preseason game against the Broncos is Bo Scarborough. Carson was asked about what he's seen from Bo.
2: He's he's a freak, you know what I mean? Like, he has one of those put the foot in the ground, get vertical, and you're not going to try to get in front of that, you know what I mean? He's a real powerful runner, um,
0: good hands, you know what I'm saying? He's he's just a, a complete back. What are some of Carson's goals, and how is his confidence going into the 2019 season?
2: Um, You know, I just want to build on what I had last year, keep uh, improving. Um, I know a lot of things. I knew I knew a lot of things I need to work on, so I try to, you know, uh, sharpen that up in my game. But yeah, the confidence is definitely big. Um, Having a full season and being able to play in the NFL is a great thing.
0: Has his confidence grown over the past year?
2: From rookie year to your second year is the biggest jump, I think, when it comes to confidence, because. It's that you have that you know you understand what the NFL is, but when you before you get into the NFL, you don't know what it's like, you don't know this play speed at all. But once you have that rookie year under your belt, you kind of get the hang of it and understand how fast the game is.
0: Carson made the highlight reels last season by going airborne over opposing defenses, even landing on his feet after getting hit. He talks about the concerns that his mom brought up with him.
2: Oh no, she talks to me about that almost every day. You know what I'm saying? Especially when she sees the interview with me talking about not jumping. She always brings it up,
0: but, I mean, I can't make no promises. But did Carson actually promise his mother that he wouldn't be doing that this season? I mean, that's I promised her that, but I can't, you know I mean, it is what it is. If it happens, it happens. Moving on to Barkevius Mingo, a guy who's transitioning from playing linebacker last season to defensive end this season. What does the first week of preseason action mean to him?
3: Uh, it's an opportunity, not just for me, but for everyone on Glenn's team. Uh, everyone in the league, actually, you know. Um, you get to go put, you know, your best foot forward, you know, show what you've been working on, like you just said, and um, go out and compete. You know, coaches love to see that. You know, we're competing for jobs, um, and, and the rookies definitely know that, and, and I think, you know, the rookies here, they, they understand that, and, and uh, they, they're, they're going to put their best foot forward.
0: With the position shift... What was his reaction to finding out the team was going to ask him to rush the passer more?
3: It's like about time, you know, <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, um, you know, I guess one of the things that, you know, kind of not plagued me in my career, but I, I would say helped me in my career is that I was, I'm able to do a lot of stuff. And, you know, coaches rec- recognize that. And, and if they see a need, they, they see a need that I can help fill. So, you know. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse, but, you know, I'm glad that I get to go back and do what, what, uh, what got me here.
0: Are there any specific skills or techniques that he needs to learn playing the defensive end spot?
3: No, because there's elements of, you know, pass rushing at, that the Sam should know, you know, and like I said, I, I played this position in college, you know, so it wasn't like I need to learn how to build a it. you know, it's, it's It's been there, you know, I just got to go out and, you know, knock the rust off and, and get back to it. You know, obviously, um coach hurt you know he he's 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 a great coach you know and he's teaching me some stuff as well but you know it's, it's more so just knocking off the rust and and getting back into the groove of you know hand down every play getting going forward every play you know maybe an occasional drop um but yeah just getting after it
0: does he see anything new from his teammates now that he's primarily working at a different position group
3: no i mean because as a, as a linebacker you know you watch the guys i mean it's our job to you know was my job to you know Watching, cover up those guys. You know, give those guys calls. Um, so you see them in film. You see them in practice. You see them in the games. Um, but I would say being in the room, you get to, you get the, you know, you get the behind the scenes. You know, what they were thinking in meetings. You know, we, we're talking about a specific, a specific uh, call or play. You know, and you get to know what. I guess you get a, a little peek under the curtain. So I guess that that helps. Um, but I think it's all the same. You know, you kind of just, you know, you notice know play. I mean, it's football. You know.
0: One of the big concerns from Seahawks fans is how this position group is going to manage without Frank Clark and missing Jaron Reed through the first six games of the season. How does Mingo feel about the pass rushers as a whole?
3: This this uh, this locker room and actually this uh, that uh, that meeting room, uh, the DN meeting room. You know, we have a lot of talent. You know, we have some some fast guys. We have some guys that that are, that are strong and powerful. You know, and I think uh, being able to put that together and, and complement each other, you know, it's going to be a good year for us.
0: And finally, going into Thursday's game, what does he tell the young rookies about what it's like to play at Century Link Field?
3: It's unlike anything you've played in front of. It's loud. It's crazy. You know, it it really pumps us up and we enjoy it a lot. You know, we get to go out there in front of the loudest fans in in all of football.
0: And there it is. Now we all just have to count down the hours until kickoff. 7 p.m. kickoff Thursday night at Century Link Field. I'll try to get another show out after the game, but I am on vacation, so no promises. But there will continue to be plenty of content to read after the game. Check it out at FieldGoals.com.